Look, I don't know the future, but I know I'll see you again someday, Zana. You're the only one who ever calls me Zana. I really hate it. I'll write you. No, you won't. I promise. You can't. I locked your hands to the wall. <laughs> My spider senses are starting to tingle. Just hang on to your lariat. Wonder what kind of a scene I'm getting into. And welcome to Behind the Panels issue 115, the comic book show that wears its underpants on the inside. I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. I'm David Longo. Hey! <laughs> Dave's here, man! I'm here, Wait, man. I've got something for that. Dave's here! <laughs> In this and issue. And I'm leaving. <laughs> In this issue, nine films were announced for phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Only which, nine. Only nine. Only nine. We'd tell you about them if we could stop squeeing for five minutes. Also, Richie Rich is coming to television. In this version, he makes a trip billion dollars by inventing and selling a cool new green technology. Conservatives are already calling him a sellout. Then it's Rasputin, Deathlock, Saga, Big Hero 6 and all of the TV in what we've been watching and reading. Plus our kick-ass pick of the week, Black Canary and Zatanna Bloodspell, an original DC Comics graphic novel by Paul Denis and Joe Kinones. This is Behind the Panels. Taking you back to the smooth summer sound to 1970. That's actually Redbone, who you will know from uh, Come and Get Your Love. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. keeping the guard. So we can't stop. We said we were going to do 150 episodes on Guardians of the it's Galaxy. It's going to happen. Yeah, we're so getting there. Yeah. <laughs> and but, our All Guardians <laughs> podcast. Look, but stuff all other news this week. David Longo's back. I'm Yay! back. Yay! But for he- how long? <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week to see Dave Longo returns. I was gone, guys, without internet, without reception for my phone, nothing. And yet you lived. And I, I survived. <laughs> With I a nice that's <laughs> I said he lived. He goes, I survived. <laughs> but is it really living? Yeah, it's all about semantics, dude. It's and all it's about good, semantics. It's good because I decided I wanted to keep doing this. So, yeah. <laughs> you came back to us. You yeah. said you'd come back yeah, to that's us. That's right. You did. <laughs> oh, it's very nice to have you back, Dave. Thank we, you. We've missed you. Thank you for having me back, There's been guys. a big empty spot there. Oh, no, it's been had of other people. Hasn't <laughs> we've, <it>? we've, <laughs> some would say it was constant. Well, if you, don't turn, oh. <laughs> if you don't turn up next week, we have actually got a guest in. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, weekend off, guys. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to have a quick word because I can't stop laughing from somebody's sponsor somewhere. Today, monsters are everywhere. But in these monstrous times stands one brave man, Cookie Man. Cookie Man, ready to protect your Chips Ahoy cookies from greedy monsters. Chips Ahoy, the 16-chip chocolate chip cookie from Nabisco. Delicious cookies. So when the chips are down, get Chips Ahoy with 16 chips and call for Cookie Man. Of course, he might want your Chips Ahoy for himself. Shelf. Ooh, I love Chips Ahoy. <laughs> can, I point out, can I point out that I'm looking down at the show notes and it's our Vindachi Jinklin. It's on the tally of Spider-Man. It looks like a Zatanna spell. <laughs> you said you said this episode was going to be perfect for when I came back. I am, I am I never absolutely. Made any like that. <laughs> There's no such promise of that, dude. This is, you do know you're on the Geek Actually Network, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Where nothing can possibly go wrong. Nothing can possibly go wrong. <laughs> that's the very first thing that's going to go wrong. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, we should read the show notes as written. <laughs> you know, look, the, 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 the slight sidebar here, but I've, uh, mm, the, sidebar. sidebar. <laughs> uh, years and years and years ago, I did actually do a day player spot on Neighbors. Yes, I've always said that about you, David. You're such a day player. I know, I'm such a day player. But the, the funniest part was during the walkthrough uh, rehearsal beforehand, the guy I was actually co-starring with in <clears> the scene actually decided to read the script as written <laughs> because neighbor's scripts are notorious for having just typos all because they produce it so fast. That and it was one of the funniest experiences of my life. And he kept a dead straight face throughout the entire thing. I'm pretty sure a lot of episodes have gone to air. With the, yeah. another, another quick sidebar. Did you guys hear that Neighbours is actually going to do a week of zombie Neighbours? Like they to, might to actually make me watch on the, the walking show. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like seriously. I, I, I would seriously watch that. I would seriously watch that. It's a little bit like Afterlife with Archie, really. Isn't it? <laughs> and we'll all pretend we're watching it ironically. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of watching and reading thing, reading. Ooh, ooh. I can't say word now. <laughs> I'm just so excited about having Dave back. I know, and he's right next to you, too. I'm just going to press button number three because it's okay. what we do. Well, looks like we got ourselves a reader. Read between the lines, bitch. We did. <laughs> and we read the lines, and we read in front of the lines, and, and we read around, around the lines. lines yeah. And behind the panels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? I referenced the name of the show in the bit you just did. Mm-hmm. That so was clever. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know what you did. Yeah, I'll explain it later, Dave. Okay. It's been, been a while. Been 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 while. <laughs> and he's ripped, too. Have you touched Dave I lately? Have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm oiled up as well. <laughs> All ages show oh, people. We're always oiled up. No, I gave Dave a hug when we actually caught up with him the other night, and it was like, Hugging like solid rock. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm Where blushing, were you I'm hugging him? <laughs> All ages show. <laughs> so we did some reading this week. We did. We did. Dave is definitely <clears throat> back. <laughs> you asked for it that oh, time, that man. Felt good. <laughs> you know, I've been forbidden from playing uh, that clip on this show, but I you asked it. for it. You know who else who likes to get oiled up? Mm. Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> The segues aren't getting better. <laughs> Dude had a massive beard, and you can just you can start your imagining right there. The only reason I read this book is because Riley Rosmo did the art, and he did it with a writer named um, Alex Grecian, and he's famous for a book that they both did together a few years back called Proof. But you might remember Riley Does Rosmo. Grecian like take the grey out of your hair. <laughs> Rasputin big beard. You, yeah, you can see the connection here. Yeah, it's all happening. But it's uh, it, was, it was actually uh, it's, it's an interesting book. For some reason, he's decided to do like his own imagining of the life of. Rasputin, yes, the Rasputin. The Rasputin. Uh, not Bob Rasputin. Uh, the actual uh, Russian guy. Who the, the like in Hellboy. Like in <laughs> exactly, you like in the, Hellboy. You can the, see the, I'm the, historically <laughs> literate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> which this book is shamelessly ripping off. Right, well, there you go. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's an interesting little book because it all sort of goes into it's, – it's almost entirely wordless, mm-hmm. so it really lets Rosmo's art shine. You remember Rosmo's art from things like Debris – uh, things like uh, drum. Uh, ha- I like to probably the first issue with drum halal before we gave up on it. <laughs> uh, he did one of my favorites, which is I think if I get the order of the title right, Cowboy Ninja Viking. 
Oh, I want uh, to read that. Which is pretty damn yeah, cool. I want to read that. And <laughs> Green Wake, which was with Curtis Chadwick, which is a magnificent right. book. Go and check that one out. So, look, it's, it's worth reading for the art. It's actually so what you're really saying is it's a book about a giant hipster beard. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Newtown Warrior. <laughs> And if you're in the States, just change that to, I don't know, Williamsburg Warrior or something. <laughs> so host Portland, of Warrior. Portland, Warrior. Portland Warrior. Portland Warrior. Um, <laughs> Dark Gods. Look, I'm just going to go through it really quickly. It, it, it had no impact on me. It's another Avatar book that's, that's it's actually, it's not too bad, but it's. Have uh, we actually read, and uh, I asked this in all seriousness, have we actually read an Avatar book that's left a real impression? No. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just, I'm curious because Avatar seems to release a lot of stuff and nothing seems <clears> to actually <throat> stick. New Mantra. It wasn't for me. There you go. There, <laughs> there you go. go. Let's say the better. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number twenty. Did you get a chance to read this? I uh, did. Yeah. It's um. This was the end of the Richard Ryder "Where Are You Now?" saga. It's also <laughs> <laughs> Richard Ryder. Where is he now? And it's also another example of Marvel being able to milk original sin as far mm. as they can milk it uh, for an event that ended two so months milky. ago. Yeah, yeah. No. It's, the, the second issue was strange. How every one of these issues sort of begins with, you know, hey, tell me a story. Mm. Okay, here it is. And with uh, Gamora strapping Peter Quill to a chair, which was well, completely <laughs> necessary to that story. And as I say, to mm. be honest, don't we all wish we were being strapped to a chair by Gamora? I mean, you know. No, actually, that, that would be painful and demeaning, David. Uh, but the, the, the problem with this issue is, I'm not going to give away the ending, but it was sort of unfulfilling. Mm. Like, it, it, did, it didn't... I mean, I don't think there would have been a story that would have gone, oh, right, that's just the whole cancer version. That just solved it all for me. Thank you, Brian Michael Benz. Look, my, my, Nothing would have done my that My personal opinion is it's a story that didn't need to be told. Nope. Yeah. Um, we didn't need to know the backstory about what happened to them within the Cancerverse. All we know is that Peter Quill was back. Mm. There was a burning feeling in all of us that we kind of wanted to know yeah. what happened to Richard Ryder. Mm. But now that we've been told, we kind of go, no, we didn't need that. Because the spirit yeah, well, like of... Oh, no. don't, Sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, it could have been a really good story if they thought about it more. Yeah. You know, like, it's kind of like, you know, you're having a conversation like we kind of did like three years ago when reading that sort of mm. big yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, what happened to Richard Ryder? You know, the really passionate people are like, well, this is what happened. This is where he went. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if he did this? But the half-assed people are like, oh, probably just some crap he yeah. did this. The only, the only That's reason- what it feels like. Someone just going, oh, yeah, we'll just do this, 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 and a few issues. We'll cram it in. Yeah, and, and the only reason we wanted to know what happened to Richard Ryder is, is because Peter Quill was back. See, I if think they if- hadn't brought Peter Quill back, we would have yeah. said that was the end of that story done. Yeah. The fact that they brought him back and Thanos was back, you sit there and go, okay, so what happened to Richard Ryder? Two, two things on that. One, you've, I've, actually, you've decided to go with Thanos as the, as the No, I just, because, <laughs> I just did that because we were told. Hold off at that comic on about it. Second of all, I think it would have been much more Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing to do to just keep alluding to it, going, oh yeah. Cancerverse, mm. wink, yeah, and then ne- never tell that story, and that would have been like a running gag throughout the thing. But the problem is there are no run- th- th- actually this arc was completely humorless as well, which was probably the the least Guardiansy thing of the whole. I just felt like these three issues a little bit like how I felt about Batman Year Zero. These three issues are just not necessary. Mm. This, if you were going to tell this story, it could have been told in one. Yeah, um, mm. we didn't need it to be told over three issues to start with. But I don't think it's a story that we even needed to tell. No. It was like. Richard Ryder's gone. We don't know what happened to him. It's a mystery. Leave it a mystery. You know? It's magic. It's magic. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of today's show, magic. Magic. The uh, other book that came out from Marvel this week was uh, Deathlock Number 1. And this was uh, Nathan Edmondson. It's probably inevitable because uh, Deathlock appeared in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. TV series. So they have to have a book with him. And it'll probably last all of six months. Now, I didn't get a chance to read um, this, but can you answer me this? Yeah. Was he like Deathlock from the TV series or was he like a traditional Deathlock? He's a little bit like the TV series one. He's got the cybernetic leg and whatnot. But he, he seems to be going out on missions and then having his memory wiped after each mission. 
and that seems to be the little twist on this Ooh. one. So I'm not quite sure where they're going with this. It's, it's kind winter, of interesting. It's very Winter Soldier, really. It is it? very much Winter Soldier. And you've got Maria Hill as a major character in this and this other agent. Um, and I've forgotten her name because she was fairly generically written. Um, but she's kind of going to be, I think, the liaison slash, you know, friend character right, right. throughout this. It's sort of... It wasn't it, the one that's actually Quake, is it? It's the girl? I don't think it was Quake, no. Because she was like, she was like at one point, Shields right I'm not as familiar with the whole Deathlock. I'll have to look into this. Yeah. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually not, so much, not so much a Deathlock thing, but a Shield thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, um, you know, it is very Shield heavy. So. <laughs> well, uh, Nick Fury basically took this girl under his wing and was her... Uh, was her coach basically and she was very young but she has a power she's got powers like Terra. you know she can control the earth and all no this i didn't stuff. think i was going to learn a thing today well, there you go that's, I can't, that's and i think her I'm... name was quake but i can't I mean, she is actually a higher up in shield now so well, there you um, go. so yeah so it'd be interesting to see if that's actually a that character I'll, I'll read this book hey, i will read this a, book this way there's an action sequence in this on top of a train oh cool yeah that's that that was uh bucky barnes issue one i think mm-hmm. and also um uh, the 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 DC's Bucky Barnes, um, 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 DC's, Gray, Grayson. Oh, Grayson, DC's Bucky Barnes. <laughs> and every action movie from 1998. <laughs> oh, and the Wolverine. The movie distinguished too. competition, hmm? And the Wolverine. And movie the Wolverine too. movie too. Yeah, on top of trains is very popular in the and comic book world. Something with Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Tom yeah. Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. There you go. There you go. Trains. trains. Sky, Skyfall. <laughs> <laughs> woo woo. We love trains. <laughs> trains move. <laughs> trains. Sequ- uh, places for action sequences and uh, allusions to sexuality since 19... 19- <laughs> um, what else we got? I think... Oh, well, uh, there was Saga out this week. Uh, we got, no, who cares, who cares about that book? Uh, no, let's talk about Saga. So, <laughs> so, okay, this was the end of arc four. Mm-hmm. The fourth, believe, arc, yeah, fourth yeah. The, This will be the fourth trade. Yeah. Isn't so that crazy we're on, that we're already there? Yeah, because we're on an, our Amazing. yearly hiatus, mm. so they can keep the same creative team, keep going, and give, what an issue. give poor Fiona Staples and Brian K. Vaughan a break. Mm. Um, what, a, what a last panel. Oh. <laughs> what a, from first panel to last panel, the first panel is like this cutesy little character. Um, uh, we're saying something like, uh, are you, something, it was something almost like a you, my mommy, but it was, it was kind of something like that along those lines. And then it just has this wonderful sort of split level narrative as it always does. It tries to cover as much ground as humanly possible in the final issue of this thing and then leaves you on a now, what, a three month cliffhanger. That yeah. we now have to wait. And what a cliffhanger it is. We won't tell her what it is because the, it's so good. But. If you have not read Saga and if you've been listening to this show, then you, you, I, I, you're clearly not paying any attention to Can it. Can I just say at the moment that Vaughn <laughs> and Staples at the moment have mastered the art of the last panel to yeah. leave you hanging because the last, I think, five issues have all had these masterful last panels where you just go, what the? <laughs> you know? It's almost like we should just re- take a soundbite from an episode that we've already done. And <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it's awesome. It's, it's great. It's amazing. But the this next month, the next couple well, of weeks. Well, we have a perfect soundbite for it. Yeah. <laughs> we you won't let me play it. <laughs> I let you play it last week, Dave, and if you're good, I'll let you play it at Christmas. Uh, <laughs> you're only allowed to use it three times. <laughs> I've used it twice. <laughs> Before the spell wears off. Um, but I think coming out in a couple of weeks in November, just in time for Christmas, uh, is the first deluxe edition of Saga, which is the first 18 issues together. I don't. They could have done the first 24 uh, issues together. But I've been together. buying them in trades, so I don't want to go buy them again. No, but if you haven't read it yet, this go and get it because you know if you buy the first trade, you're going to want to buy the next yes. three. So just 
Just go get it. Do just go buy all the trades in one go. You won't be. You won't or, be. Sorry. Or buy them digitally and read them all in one hit because they got them. So, uh, images got them online. DRM free. Mm. Any device, anywhere you want it. That's the way you need it. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost let you play the sound. You almost there. did, <laughs> but I'm not going to <laughs> because I'm a cruel mistress. <laughs> We've also. Oh, actually, before we move on to what we've been watching. Uh, another book came out this week And I've brought physical copies along for the group Yay! Yay! Unwrap them now <laughs> <laughs> If you're playing along at home, unwrap now We've got uh, what is and now An ad for Subscribe to Mad The DC Comics Department of Ethical Reading, apparently mm. Oh, this is because this has got uh, Should only be used for medicinal purpose only This is, of course, we're talking about the Harley Quinn Annual Number 1 The Scratch and Sniff issue um, although according to the instructions, I think it's the Robin Smith, Sniff, Robin Smith, Robin Smith, uh, Robin Sniff issue. Uh, and uh, the reason it's got the medicinal um, purpose only because there's meant to be something in here that smells like cannabis. And I'm so, disappointed we didn't get the original cover because that was the original cover on the on the yeah back of this yeah, ad, yeah which yeah. is a much better. That's the but how are we going to know what that actually smells like though? None of us have ever ever smelled it. <laughs> no. Now, according to this, uh, the first page, come and get it, boys. You heard me. Come and get it. Just lightly rub the pad of your finger um, over the leather jacket a few times and then get your nose in there. Oh, man. It does smell like leather. Hey. It does smell like leather. That's really wild. Scratch and sniff always smells just like strawberry medicine, you know, but no, this actually that, does smell yeah. like leather. Can let, me, let, me sm- let me smell yours because I'm getting nothing Try of that. it. Try that. Here. This is great radio. <laughs> that, sm- that smells like Hang leather, on. dude. You're, maybe it's just... Uh. <laughs> wow. That really did. I'm not getting anything. I think I, think I have no sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> let, me find, let, me find the, uh, let me find the Italian pizza. <laughs> uh, while David finds the Italian pizza, I'm going I'm to do something that's, that you can actually hear at home <laughs> rather than us rubbing pages. <laughs> no, I've just smelt my finger and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to try and find something else I can smell in here. Uh, pizza the, smells like leather. Where's the pizza? Pa- <laughs> where's the pizza page? Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's this page with her laying on the pizza table. Oh, with her laying on. So I rub. I rub her. I'm trying to figure out where you have to rub because you can on that first page. If you actually have a look, you can see a little circle. You can around see her. the circle around her, but the, uh, the pizza one I don't see a circle. Um, oh, that one I can smell. Um, oh, you're supposed to be able to smell the, the pizza um, one. Smells garlicky. Oh, okay. You're supposed to be able to smell her... Um, I can't find any other circles. You're actually supposed to be able to smell her... Uh, oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> smell, <laughs> smell her suntan lotion, which smells like there's a, a page here where <laughs> oh, There's a page here where Harley's kissing um, Poison Ivy. Why can't we smell that? Ah, there hey. you go. Hey, whoa. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> well, that, that uh, suntan one smells like a strawberry. Oh, really? Oh, I, really? I was getting leather. It might be my finger, though, because I'll be rubbing the leather button. So I'll, let me try a different finger. Oh. <laughs> you can scratch it with your fingernail. That might work. Where, where's the sun? I can't find the sun. Yeah, sun it's it's right on the title on page. On, yeah. on, uh, on her leg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. you got to hold it up to the light, I guess, to see the area. Sorry, guys at home. We're, we're smelling our comic books. This is awesome, though. <laughs> Look, I read this digitally throughout the week, and so I didn't get any of the smells. So it's actually kind of, it's just kind of like the uh, the supplemental for me. <laughs> if you want to smell along at home, <laughs> you're gonna have to go and buy it. Now, the big question is: the big yeah. question is, wasn't there a cannabis page? Yeah, I think it's towards the end. All right, uh, let's, let's see if we can find the cannabis page because I'm curious to know whether or not. Because what was it? They were afraid sniffer dogs would actually. Uh, is it, this is what I understand, David. I, I'm. So let's have a look here. I'm I do to... remember everyone getting down on a page somewhere um, in here. 
Um, is it? Um, I thought it was in the egg. Now one. that that being said, aside from the scratch and sniff, it was actually kind of a fun little issue. It's it's, it's total dream logic narrative. Um, like it, it just is jumps all over the place. About sixty percent of the issue is actually a hallucination, and uh, it is quite funny. It, look, it's, it's a great issue. Love it. I mean, we, we love this book. This is one of our favorite new books this year. I dare say it might end that up being one so of our... so much better in print than it does in digital. Look yeah, at, look at the, that I, I read yeah. it in, in digital as well. That and is it was... an awesome spread. That's, uh, that's where um, the foliage freak out. It's, with, it's uh, a total yeah. freak out. This is great. It's got a, a bunch of different um, uh, artists in here. It's got a few special guest artists uh, throughout it as well. Um, uh, Paul Mounts does a lot of the colors in this. So uh, some of the old team there from Power Girl and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it is it is amazing art. Oh, there, I think oh, there he is. I found the scratch and sniff for uh, Harley's leg. Oh, Harley's leg, yes. It smells a bit strawberry-ish. Mm. That one I can smell quite strongly. I like that the fact that the front uh, cover says, thanks. warning, this issue contains scents designed to offend, inform, and amuse, and there is a cannabis leaf. Maybe we should smoke <laughs> off the cover. <laughs> the, the very last page, the smoke coming from the building. I think That's that what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, let's, um, uh, let's have a quick look at that page real quick. And then... But do any of us know what cannabis smells like? <laughs> All you got to do is hang out in your Oh, holy oh, shit. Holy hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm really peckish all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> the, do- the dogs might have been on that. Like, like really? Like yeah. the sniffer dogs. Uh, can I suggest yeah. before you guys all catch trains tonight, you go wash it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> David, you should smell my finger. <laughs> hey, Richard, you should pull mine. <laughs> I think I'm going to move on to um, a new section uh, called What We've Been Watching. I don't, I don't know if we can do it. <laughs> the best music ever for the last segment. <laughs> um, uh, I'll quickly mention, because I saw it this week and I haven't written a review up yet because I haven't read the comic yet, but I saw Big Hero 6. Which, oh, which is, I really want to see. Uh, not out in Australia till Boxing Day, which uh, for those of you not in Australia is the day after Christmas uh, here when most of our the big English movies. The English get it. The English get it. The Canadians get it. Yeah. Uh, but everybody else, you know, well, they don't really matter. I mentioned Boxing Day once when I was in America and they went, what is that? Would you stop smelling your finger? <laughs> The funny thing is, you say that to me every episode. But uh, now you have an excuse. So I actually, I was really lucky. I got to see this, and I got to see one of the lead animators or producers um, take us through a lot of the uh, animation techniques that are developed for this. They were right. saying something like the, the the map of the world of Frozen, of Tangled, and of one of the other recent films. All of those maps could fit inside the map of San Francisco, which is a combination of San Francisco <laughs> and Tokyo, which they've created for this. Um, it's amazingly lush. The, the design is beautiful. It's a really, really, really good. Um, <laughs> Dave's going over his issue of Harley Quinn with a light. I think that I think that final page really got to him. Are you blacklighting the book? <laughs> what are you doing? No, I just I just smelled a pizza. <laughs> After the last page, Dave, smelling the pizza. He smelled the, the last thing. page. He's this like, look at the colors, be, man. This is, this is private, guys. <laughs> I sniffed a lot before coming on. <laughs> There's a sound oh, bite. Forget There's it. A- Big Hero Six was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we'll talk about it more when we get closer, when to, it the gets closer to the release date. Fair enough. Uh, can we just say we'll I'm just ra- we'll round up television like this? We'll say Shield still awesome, Arrow still awesome, Flash really awesome. Yeah. Um, still haven't watched Gotham. <laughs> 
Oh, and we should mention Constantine because we didn't oh, mention it last did week. Did like Constantine? Constantine Pilot, really, really fun. Um, I, I like, I, even though he's not smoking throughout it. Um, I kind of like. I think the characterization is pretty bang on. You kind of feel like he would be. Yeah. You know, it's like they've really. I think they've really nailed the character. They've really because it's network the world. television, and they recognise that nobody smokes in the real world. Absolutely. Um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and there's no cigarette advertising in America, as you know. So mm. I never get that. It's like here in Australia, obviously, we'd have no cigarette advertising and we have blank labels and all that sort of stuff. But in America, cigarette advertising is pretty commonplace. Like you buy most movie magazines, there's a full-page ad for Camel in there. So I don't get why networks can't show... It's because it's have, not PC. Have, have a reluctance to show. Because the whole Hollywood we, we were doing Yeah, they'll have PC. someone being sacrificed, you know, yeah. satanically in the first episode. So go figure. Because everything that <clears> happens <throat> in The Walking Dead is quite acceptable. Well, that's not network. But God forbid that mm. you show a boob or you show somebody drinking or you show a cigarette. Or so. someone drinking from a boob while smoking. Well, there you go. Because that would just be drinking right out Drinking from of. a boob. Okay. <laughs> I know where your mind is now. <laughs> that was the title of my third album. <laughs> Is drinking it, is from it, a boob. Um, <laughs> I haven't drinking um, from a boob. <laughs> no, right. I was gonna say like. Uh, oh, you're back I, from your I, expedition. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't find anything else, guys. It's all it's all clear. <laughs> all I found was empty baggies. <laughs> They're all over the table. Um, I no, I was gonna say like I heard a rumor that they were gonna get around that smoking thing in Constantine. I haven't seen the show, but so I might. Be they wrong. didn't get they, around. They didn't get around it with no. an electronic cigarette. No, no. Uh, okay. No, they've given him a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, smokes look, a hooker now. I don't right? think. I don't like, <laughs> wait, I'm back up. <laughs> no, 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 not not that kind of hooker. Like. <laughs> <laughs> While drinking from <laughs> while drinking from her boob is that, is that one? Okay, we've lost David. That's why they call it Hell Blazer. Right? <laughs> oh God, God, we've missed you. It's all in the mind, man. Oh, there is nothing we can do. For the rest. That's it. Thanks for coming, people. All, there was also some news when we read a book this week. <laughs> All right, guys, deep breath, ready, ready, all together, three, two, one. And we're back in the studio. Uh, uh, David, we did some news headlines. Are you okay to do that? Oh, I think so. All right, who goes first? Oh, shit, I think it was you. All right, And here we go. Marvel has teased future imperfect and amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows events for summer 2015. Marvel has, for some reason, also added Avengers vs. X-Men, again, for summer 2015. (laughs) Netflix and Awesomeness TV are bringing the Harvey Comics character Richie Rich to a live-action series in early 2015, starring Dark Sky's Jake Brennan. Who cares? (laughs) Marvel has also announced Avengers, no more bullying. We should get Dave to do that. (laughs) No more More bullying! No more bullying! (laughs) That's Bane! (laughs) I thought it was... uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Magneto. <laughs> We're going to run out of music. Keep going. Uh, continuing the anti-bullying campaign and will feature stories by Jerry Duggan, Sean Ryan, Jody Hauser, Carla Barberi, Tana Ford and Marcio Takata. That was easy for you to say. CBS is now casting for its Supergirl TV series, including lead roles for Kara Zor-El, a.k.a. Cara, da- Cara Danvers, and Kara's foster sister, Alexandra <clears throat> Alex Danvers. Reports indicate that a Gambit film with Channing Tatum is moving forward at Fox. 
Following a settlement agreement last month, Marvel Comics titles now feature a Jack Kirby creator credit on their editorial pages. Finally, Marvel Studios have announced a couple of films uh, for Phase 3 over the next five years, including, but not limited to, Captain America's Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War Part 1, Captain Marvel, Inhumans, and Avengers Infinity War Part 2. <laughs> Which brings us to uh, our talking point, or as I'm calling it this week... Shut up and take my money! <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> I'm a little excited. <laughs> just, a, just a, a smidge. Just but a wee bit. Happy, you know, you know happy, what the difference is? Joy, joy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the difference is? The difference is last week we read off a title of DC movies <clears throat> in the works and we go, yeah, that probably won't happen. Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Shazam. Cyborg. Cyborg film. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this week we read off a title, a list of Marvel films and we go, oh, wow, that's a cool lineup because we know they're all going to happen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and we know they planned out eight years beyond this. Do you, yeah. think, do you think it's the power of actually making a logo. <laughs> That's true, actually. We've made a logo. We have to yeah, commit to a film. Real. <laughs> the difference is that we've had all, uh, almost two full phases already. We know that everything interconnects. We've got a TV series. We know that this is a universe that they are creating. Mm. Whereas when we look at a list of DC films, what do we go? We go, it's a whole bunch of films. Half of them won't get made. And none of them are interlinked with each other. <laughs> mm. So what do we care? You yeah, know? Zack mm. Snyder's directing one of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like a whole movie of like Wonder Woman upskirts or something. <laughs> Michael Bay's Cyborg. <laughs> cyborg. Wonder, Wonder Woman will start to dance oh, and then we will actually that, dissolve yeah. through to some sort of fantasy world. Is that right? Is that the way I it think works? So, yeah, yeah. It's I think so. And they've also, uh, a part of that announcement as well, I like that they actually showed that they had a sense of humor because when they first announced yes. the Captain America film, I actually woke up because uh, I don't sleep anymore. Uh, but I woke up as they were doing the live uh, announcement. I've taken all your sleep for you. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they've, uh, they're doing the live announcement online, and I was following along. They go, Captain America, Serpent Society. And I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Fair enough. And that's like, it's basically, uh, the Serpent Society all have characters that are from, like, Kill Bill. <laughs> it's like Black, the, the it's ser- black Mamba and Copperhead. But and also, wasn't the Serpent Society much much more of a Daredevil thing anyway? Yeah. yeah so so. They're, all, they're all in there, but it, it, it does have connections with Captain America. But then they did the whole announcement at the end. They, they brought out Chris Evans and, and Robert Downey Jr., and uh, Chadwick Boseman, who will be playing uh, uh, Black Panther, mm. and said, "Actually, it's Civil War." And uh, okay, and at that point, all Marvel fans just lost it. We crap. just we just squeed yeah. loudly. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know how they're going to do Civil War in one film. And sploosh. <laughs> and sploosh. And sploosh. The uh, <laughs> it was. Um, uh, You'll say sploosh, but you <clears throat> won't let me pay this clip. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I do it, David, it's classy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Chadwick Boseman don't actually know the actor at all, but he's no. been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Didn't we just was, see a movie poster with him on it? Though? He is. He's coming up in the uh, James Brown film, That's I think, right. which is called Get On Up. Get on like up. That. Get on up. He, he played like um, what's that movie? Forty Two. He was. He, yeah, he played, played Jackie Jack Robinson. Yeah, uh, in in the movie Forty Two. So he's making and, a career out of playing other people. Oh wait, a minute, that's all actors. <laughs> well, he was also in TV's. He was also in TV's Lincoln Heights and Persons Unknown. So you might know him from that as well. Well, he is Persons Unknown. Uh, but they released some oh, uh, concept oh, art. That's so uh, good. Man. The concept art is pretty damn cool. And as you said, a bunch of logos. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Which we're very excited. My by. favorite logo of all <laughs> is the Guardians, of the, Guardians of, the of the Galaxy, which is just which genius. they've actually pushed forward. Yes. Uh, the release date um, of that. Uh, if we actually look at the release dates, it's really cool. So, uh, someone did it. Was like Newsarama or Superhero Hype, like listed all the superhero movies that are coming out between now and 2020, which is when this goes up mm-hmm. to. And it is 
31 films. Just with DC added? With DC and everything, and Fox and, right. and, and Sony, everything added. There'll be 31 superhero movies in the next six years. Well, some of those you can cancel off, though, because Sony and Fox <laughs> may not make some of their films. No. <laughs> I'm hoping one of them is going to be the Deadpool movie. with the, with the Yes. Because that is the X-Men film I actually kind of want to see. Yeah, it's the only one I actually really want to yeah. see at this point. Um, so. But, you know, next year alone from Marvel, we've got <clears> – <throat> so the order is, is going to be Avengers Age of Ultron next year, which we'll probably see. Which we, <laughs> uh, we, we trailer commentary Maybe. last week, which just looks amazing. Yeah. And we should tell people uh, right after we did the show, they released an extended version of that trailer, yes. which actually has a scene with them all trying to lift Thor's, Thor's hammer, hammer, which is just a joy. So go and have a look at the extended and, version. And what's his face? Captain America almost lifts his face. Almost moves it. Yeah, he actually, he actually moves it a little bit. Yeah, what's his face? Civil War. <laughs> uh, Ant-Man, of course, is coming out next Captain year as Hoosen well. Captain Hoosen wants it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doctor Strange, is the, the rumor was that, which is coming out in 2016, end of... Uh, November, beginning of November. The rumor is that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch mm. is going to be playing. Well, some him. people say it's confirmed. It hasn't been, been confirmed. confirmed. We're still. It waiting. was being reported as confirmed, but it was also reported that uh, Robert Downey Jr. won't do uh, Iron Man four without Mel Gibson behind the helm because someone said, "Would you like Mel Gibson to to mm-hmm. direct that?" And he goes, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, that'd be all right." So next day, all over the internet. Robert Downey Jr. won't do Iron Man 4 unless it's Mel Gibson. This I is thought the you love the press. <coughs> it's just the internet yeah. press. Uh, Although I would like to see Mel Gibson's Iron Man 4. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> that would be kind of Only if he's allowed creative freedom, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be <laughs> yeah, they'll have him running around at like Easter Island or something. You know? <laughs> 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 the passion of the Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> just seeing Iron Man beaten for three hours. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> There's a movie for you. <laughs> It's just the Mandarin, the real Mandarin, just <laughs> persecuting. Tony Stark's like, well, that, was enough. A, that was actually about the last 10 issues of the last run before Marvel now. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but out of those, I guess, I'm looking forward to all of them, but uh, Captain Marvel is uh, effectively the... Uh, was something like 18th film? No, it's the 19th film because Inhumans is the 20th. Mm. Uh, and it's going to be the first female-led film. Mm. Hey, I'm, I'm je- Look, I love Captain Marvel. I've, I've been a Carol Danvers fan for years. Mm. Yeah. I loved her when she was Ms. Marvel. I love her when she's Captain Marvel. And it's like, I can't wait to see yeah, this. They've definitely confirmed it will be Carol Danvers and not um, Captain Marvel. Marvel, um, yeah. uh, so I don't know whether they're going to work that origin story into it. Like she got her yeah, powers from him. It'll be interesting to see how they actually – we do be. have Kree though, so we can – And we've got a Guardians of the Galaxy film before then. We've got Thor Ragnarok before then. So we've got plenty of opportunities for some cosmic stuff to come into mm-hmm. it. Well, on that note, they could be doing <clears throat> what they're doing with Ant-Man. You know oh, how in Ant-Man they're introducing sort of both the – the Ant Man. That's true. That's true. We could actually have a Captain yeah. Marvel, yeah. and who and we've also got Infinity War dies yeah. in that first ten minutes. Exactly. Actually, we've got yeah. Infinity War before between before then as well. So we've got three cosmic films between now and but, Captain um, Marvel. So. I don't think the world is going to be able to withstand these movies. I think well, uh, you at one point to. it's going to implode, isn't it? I saw <laughs> like Hollywood's going to shut the doors. <laughs> I, think. I saw you. I mean, I I remember sitting next to Dave in the first time we saw Guardians of the Galaxy, and where the the bit where they're explaining the, the Infinity Gems, mm. <laughs> you, you, your reaction was like. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, somewhere in, in Infinity War Part Two, I think your head will actually explode, scanner style. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, we the, sh- it's the whole Wayne's world, you know. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Yeah, we so. should also we should also point out that Marvel is ballsy enough as well that 
prior to Age of Ultron even coming out, we're already seeing teaser yes, material for, for, the third in, one. For, for Infinity War down the track. It's like you said, they go, what the hell? <laughs> even if it is just Josh Brolin's face with a glove in poster. Yeah. <laughs> and clips yeah, not, not in costume, it's just Josh Brolin's yeah. face with a glove. It's him from Comic-Con coming out with the plastic glove. <laughs> Smell just, the glove. It's the, it's That's the, what it should have been called. You should have had Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Smell the Glove. <laughs> it's just the still with the Ken Burns effect on it. <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much is, actually. An entire Avengers film narrated Ken Burns. I'd like the entire soundtrack to be done just like that. <laughs> Acapella Avengers. Let's do it. Uh, Are you ready? We'll do it. Should we do it? <laughs> not not <laughs> now. <laughs> so, so do we want to see, do we want to see at the end of Ragnarok, by the way, going back to Thor, do we want to see Asgard floating above Broxton, Oklahoma by the end of it? No. Why would I want to see that? That doesn't sound awesome at all. That's just comic books. <laughs> so what we, so what we could have, by the, end of, by the end of phase four, you're saying we could have Asgard floating <clears throat> above uh, Broxton, Oklahoma and Atalan floating above New York. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Where's that sound effect? Where's that sound yeah. effect? <laughs> that hit the spot. <laughs> uh, is it hot in here? <laughs> so I'm just looking behind you. There is a cat lighting up the window behind you. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> That's how exciting this is. Yeah. Though. Should we talk about the book we were going to talk nah. about? No. <laughs> so next week on... <laughs> All right, I'm going to press some buttons, boys. And while I do that, I expect you to both calm down. Kabetti, and I'll try. (laughs) Well, see how you like this. What is it, Batman? Whatever it is, it's it's awfully funny. (laughs) It's the pick of the week. After infiltrating a gang of female thieves, Black Canary finds herself cursed with some dangerous black magic. And her former gangmates are dying, one by one. In order to break the spell, she must turn to her old friend and powerful magician Zatanna. Written by the legendary TV and comics writer Paul Denis, with art by Joe Canones, this original graphic novel is where might meets magic. This is Black Canary and Zatanna. Bloodspell. Yeah. Great music choice. <laughs> it's amazing how many songs there are with witch in the title. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're doing uh, Black Canary. You need a little bit of Screaming Jay Hawkins in this yeah. business. <laughs> so this is Black Canary and Zatanna. Order is important. Yes. Uh, Bloodspell. Um, and this was an original graphic novel, as I said in the top. Uh, it was originally being spoken about back in 2006, and it does seem to very much feel like a pre-New 52 book. Oh, it's absolutely uh, new. We know, we know that because uh, Green Arrow, my boy, uh, makes a cameo in this, complete with goatee, and Arrow, which is also a vibrator, apparently. Uh, I'm, I'm not even being facetious. That is true. Uh, yes. That is the implication. Um, and this is Paul Denis, of course, the legendary guy who did Batman the Animated Series, well, half the animated canon. And the creator (laughs) of Harley Quinn. And the creator of Harley Quinn. So definitely one that grabbed our attention. I don't think it actually came out until uh, sort of mid this year. And between the live shows and everything else, it's taken us a while to get to this one. Uh, But it is a fun book. Mm. Um, It's lightweight. I mean, there's no doubt mm. about it. But it would fit 
absolutely squarely, for those who only have been reading the New 52, this is not the same Zatanna. This is the Zatanna from pre-52. This is when she had her own series. It was a lot more fun. Uh, It was in the same era as the Connors Power Girl. It was in the same era as the just prior to Flashpoint Flash um, and so forth. And this book would have fit in perfectly in Mm. that run Mm. as a a one-off book. It actually feels vaguely out of place now. It it does because it also retcons their origin slightly. Mm. It it starts off with Zatanna having to undergo this ritual and I'm just about to lose my voice. I noticed that. (laughs) Uh, It starts off with Zatanna undergoing this ritual where she's like, it's her orientation basically. Well, she's up in the Himalayas. Yeah, she's she's doing magic stuff and she has to levitate. What is the original... You know, I'm not that familiar with it. Yeah. We were talking about this before the actually, show. Actually, we should actually yeah. say for the record, we don't know if they're retconning it or whether we're just uh, uh, retreading it. Retreading it. Or yeah. well, certainly, I don't think Black Canary would have been part of the origin. No, story, I, I, guess, so. I guess I should say, like, I know a fair bit about Black Canary because, you know, yeah. Birds of Prey and, you know, um, Arrow, yeah. of course. But, like, um, I've never been too familiar with Zatanna, but I've always liked Zatanna. Well, when I say, the idea of her. Yeah. When, well, when yeah, I say yeah, retconning, when, her father, when I've read her in. Well, her father, yeah. Zatara, who was a magician, I think he was in the old DC books as well. Mm. And then she's come along later on, part of that kind of uh, Silver Age sort of... And she's uh, just... Bottom line, she is a gifted magician, a gifted Mm. sorceress, uh, who uses backwards magic. Yeah. And she's kind of... Backwards words. Well, they call it her backwards magic. Backwards magic. Um, And basically it's because all of her spell incantations are in reverse. And one of the the fun things about as a town of book is every time she throws a complicated spell, you sit there trying to decipher the spell in reverse because you're trying to figure out exactly what she's saying. This one that's upside down as well. (laughs) (laughs) So she's always been a lot of fun and she She's really, really powerful. Well, the reason I said it's retconned it slightly is like when they were 16, they met at the top of a mountain. Uh, Black Canary was climbing it as part of her training. And then Zatara, uh, Zatanna decided to test herself by scaling down the mountain as well. To see if Which she wasn't actually that. her test. No. Her test was just this to levitate about, up. And to levitate, levitate up and then be like it was to be one with the mountain or whatever it was, some sort of hokey crap. But so it's, it's kind of similar <laughs> to, like, I guess, Doctor Strange's origin, I suppose. Like, Except without getting in an accident. Well, yeah, yeah. But the whole, the whole yeah. Himalayas and the mystic. Yeah, where she was <clears throat> born into it. And it's actually her father that was the one who was yeah. training her. Sort of like a family else. ritual initiation kind yeah. of thing in okay. this one. So. Uh, but then it, it flashes forward years later where she's uh, a magician, a performer at the Xanadu Hotel yeah. in Vegas. And I love their version of Vegas because it's like it's all the familiar Vegas sites but just slightly different. Yeah. Um, and so she's, she's basically a, a magical act there. And But at the same time, uh, Canary's infiltrated this gang of female thieves uh, who all turn out to be kind of have a magical kind of uh, well one of them one of them does, one of yeah. them is a witch and she and she makes them do a loyalty oath but it turns out to be a blood spell and the blood spell means that uh, they're all connected and the witch is killing them off one by one because she was betrayed by canary obviously during this process and uh canary's next so she well, t- she's, she's kind of going and the, the thing the, the the hook here is that she's kind of she can't do canary directly because phrasing she can't do canary directly because canary was in disguise at the time and so it's diluted the spell because she was actually took the blood oath as yes. a different name. Yeah, so she's working her way up to it. And as she kills off each person, the connection gets a little stronger. But of course, so she turns to Zatanna, 
because she's the magical person that mm. she knows, uh, to try and beat this curse. And they go off. They hit the road, basically. And throughout it. it, we're getting these flashbacks of Zatanna's first time with the Justice League and her, introduce, her introduction into that world and so forth. So it's got kind of multiple tiers and multiple layers going in. But David, over- it really had multiple tiers. <laughs> <laughs> I Plastic shed them. Man. Plastic Man was there. Plastic, Plastic Man, man was yeah. there, yes. That's um, actually, yeah, no, I love the... I miss Plastic Man. Why is he not a... In yeah. the universe anymore. Really. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a word with Dan. Yeah, we'll, we'll just <laughs> we'll call up Scott Dan, Snyder. Jeff, <laughs> Dan, Jeff, Jim. What's the deal? Where's Plastic Man? Do you know what it is? I think Plastic Man takes a very particular kind of writer to bring him to life. Yeah. Because Plastic Man is right truly insane. He's and Graham Morrison's Plastic Man is like a yeah. You, you need stuff. to do the best stuff that Justice did. League. Yeah. Who was that artist that did it? He did the really uh, uh, way out art for um, Plastic Man. Oh, like quietly. No, it wasn't quietly. I'd have to look it up. But there was an artist who did this really cartoonish sort of style for Plastic Man uh, for, for, for years and it was probably the best take on Plastic Man because it, it captured that insanity so yeah. well. Um, it looked really cartoony. Uh, you, you'd kind of need to do something Harley Quinn-esque uh, would, to yes. capture uh, In fact, Plastic I'd like Man. to see Palmiotti take a crack at, mm. uh, take a crack yeah. at, uh, at uh, Palmiotti and Connor and, uh, and Grey. Yes. Let, let them take a crack at, uh, at Plastic Man because he is right insane. These you characters know? are like, they've got so much potential to be really fun. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what's great about There's this There's no one, jokes at DC Day. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. why Plastic Man's not around. Yeah, no which, is, which is why Harley Quinn no sticks out like a sore thumb. Why this book that we're doing this week, uh, Bloodspell, is doesn't out seem to fit. That's because, right. Well, it, it's very much not as part of the New Fifty Two mm. continuity. It is a standalone graphic novel set years ago, before you know, pre Flashpoint. Yeah, and, it, it, and as I say, it really feels like it should have been released during the time of Zatanna when they actually well, released Simple Magic with Constantine. And, as I said, it was being planned yeah. back as early as two thousand and six, so it probably was meant to be. And in fact, we're seeing these kind of throwback stories a little bit lately, which makes me think. They might be heading back that well, way. We've got another one coming too, remember, because um, Smith's uh, new widening gyre. That's right. It's supposed, part to be two of that. it's supposed to be coming out by the end of this year. Sometime. Well, it's not because it hasn't been solicited. So. <laughs> so, well, whenever it's coming out, but that's well, not. We solicited that. up to January, February, and it ain't coming soon. That's not so. within the continuity either. Though, no. So, you know, and, so. But Multiversity, Grant Morrison's Multiversity, was yes. designed to come after Final Crisis. Mm. So it's got all these stories coming out that are pretty much set. Uh, please, back, revert back in please revert the universe. Please revert please the universe. Please revert the universe. <laughs> the funny thing is, there's actually elements of the new 52 I like. So I think we'll end up getting a hybrid version, but that's just taking us away from this book entirely. Um, and that's easy to do because, as I said, yeah. this is a very lightweight this is, book. This is a lightweight book, but it's fun. Yes, I, I had a lot of fun. And that's, that's the, the that charm, is the key word here. It is fun. And if you're just looking, if, and, and especially if you're looking for an introduction to comic books, this is a great introduction mm. to comic books because yeah, I agree. It is, there is no background history you require nope. for this book. I always, I always kind of gravitate more towards these kind of stories in the superheroes in their mm. comics anyway because it's it's so refreshing to not have the world at stake and, mm. and all this yeah, like yeah, exactly. constant fighting. Like just to have two characters hanging out in a toy store, you know, like yeah. and talk about toys. like Talking like, about that, their own merchandise. What a beautiful scene that is. It you? is a beautiful scene because you're, you're looking, especially with two female superheroes, mm. that normally would probably be, you know, Overly sexualized and made it be made into this big issue. Whereas it's like, no, these are just two people in this universe. And they're that basically, exist. let's face it, and they're, they're people. They're like, third you know. tier characters. You know, it's like they're not. You're like when Zatanna's. Hey, hey, hey. Like, we're talking like, about Black Canary. Black Canary is like a third tier character. We're talking about my yeah. Black Canary. She's a sidekick yeah. to Green, of, Green Arrow. Yeah. Oh, a second yeah. tier character. And you have, that, you have that wonderful scene, like the whole like, where's my cuddles? Like the whole like, you know, in the in the bedroom 
with uh, Ollie and Black Canary. You yeah. Get their home and, life. And the best scene in this whole comic, I think, is when it's it's Satana's first day at the Justice League. Yes. And it just goes through all the the nervousness of like, how do I join this team? And yeah, you know, it's like, oh my god, I'm meeting yeah. you guys. It's like finally. that's yeah. that's the true stuff. Like if they were real yeah. people, they'd be nervous about joining the correct, Justice League. Correct. Correct. I like it when she summons her father. Satana summons her father. <laughs> Just because she needs some bodily advice. Because she needs some bodily advice. And, and, and like he was in the middle of explaining something to Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's Paul Dini's kind of magic, I think. It is. It's, it, it's feel- the whole mad love, the whole, you know. And this is why I think uh, Joe Canone... You remember that a- famous episode of the Batman animated series where it's just like the four female bat... Brilliant, episode. just yeah. hanging around. Yeah, yeah. It's like a slumber you know? party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. And it was, uh, but it never has that feel to it either, though. I mean, because that's all often the temptation with these things. It's like, hey, they're four girls. Let's give them a slumber party. <laughs> but this is just, it, it's, it's actually, it kind of it feels a little bit like a modern take on the old hard traveling hero stuff, the Green yes. Lantern, Green Arrow stuff, which is two two heroes out on the road doing real world stuff, mm. uh, but they just happen to have powers. Cause, you know, you got the canary crying in there, you got the magic in there, but more often than not, they're forced to rely on their wits in there and there's, there's, there's a great fist fight when because um, she can't get a spell out and Canary can't get a cry out because uh, the, the main villain can jump from body to body but only take on one of them at a time yeah. so they're fighting each other as this person's jumping back and forth between them and a white tiger <laughs> and back and forth and it's just great it's almost this really great slapstick comedy scene playing out with the three of them and it's just so much fun and you say yeah this is classic Paul Denis stuff but Joe Canonis was a great artist to get mm. for this too because he's kind of got that cartoonish mm-hmm. um, totally, yeah. sort of vibe to it a little bit like Chad Hardwin a little like, bit like, like uh, Bruce Tim in a way a little bit like Bruce yeah. Tim a little bit not, like Chad not, Harwin a little bit much. like um, and Amanda Connor that's that. Amanda Connor. It's that whole, that yeah. whole, as I say about Amanda Connor's work, and I don't say this disparagingly at all, her style is very Archie Comics. It's got, yeah. like, it's got that very cartoonified, but in a realistic way. Exactly. Like the, like the big eyes. Yeah, and, the, and, it's, and it's, it's magical. It's when, it, when it works, it's Beautiful. magical. And, and the colorist is, 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 is phenomenal on this as well. But it, it works so well in this context. He he's actually hasn't been at DC that long. 2007 mm. uh, was when this guy really started doing professional comics. And to produce a, a comic of this quality in that short period of time, this is, you know, this is... Just uh, good stuff. This is a great st- and DC. To be fair, he started in two thousand six. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, when you actually look at this, the, if you get the hardcover collection of this, or even if you get it digitally, actually, um, I read has, it digitally, but I am actually going to go buy this because yeah, as did I. Zatanna is one of my favorite characters. Well, I have to get it because it's got Green Arrow in it. Well, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. It's pretty uh, cool that they're doing these original comics too. Like, um, like Marvel's been doing them. We've reviewed Marvel's a few been of them. doing a few, yeah. but DC haven't done that many graphic novels since the New Fifty Two. No, in fact, this might be the only one uh, that they've done. Because we could be been, wrong about that. Don't write to us. <laughs> well, if you do write to us, feedback it behind the panel. Well, I just, I just sort of bring it up because it's like there's a lot of room for good stories, you know, like this that aren't, you know. Do you <laughs> like know what the, I mean? Like, there's a lot of room for good stories like, in the New Fifty Two, but they're just not doing them. Well, that's exactly <laughs> like, like, it's all, like, like you know, you know, you guys know my big complaint about the New Fifty Two, where it's like nothing's happening in the in the present. It's all like here's what's happening ten years from now, and or here's what's happening in the alternate universe, yeah. and here's Forever Evil, where all our characters aren't there. Here's Zero Year, where we're mm. gonna we're gonna do the origin of Batman. It's yeah, like, yeah. like, come on, can we just do something where they're here I think and now? Very, I think it's very yeah. telling that the most interesting story that is happening in the New 52 right now is on Earth 2. Mm. When, when, <laughs> exactly. when, in the first year of the New 52, you had all those great little miniseries. You had uh, things like the Huntress four-issue miniseries. Correct. Which ultimately led uh, the into... The Penguin paid, pa- Pain and Prejudice or whatever it was called. Yeah, that was what it was yeah. called. Yeah. And That's, I think, precisely why we like the Harley Quinn you know, Palmiotti and Connor. Because they're one so shot. Much. Almost every issue every is one shot. shot. You, know, yeah. you get to learn something about Harley and you become more familiar with her character every time, you know? It's and because like, they've it, deliberately said it, it means it more thing. than just like, oh, yeah. someone's going to die this week and, 
you know, the you're right because be over. they've like deliberately set it in its own continuity almost. Mm. So it, they don't have to worry about the five years no. later. Yet thing. it still mm. makes these little references to the new Fifty Two, like Joker's face. Well, or when they did this, the, uh, or, you know, it's like you go. So we are in the same universe, but we are so yeah. on the fringe. That's, that's I think because yeah. well, that's because Harley Quinn is never going to lead a, a su- serious comic series. I no, think. you know, like the closest uh, is Suicide Squad. But yeah, even but, that but is, even yeah. that, you know, it's like she's not Batman. Right? No. Like, you know, they shouldn't try to aim for sales. You know, they should And what I love about her is story. that even though she's a standalone book and even though she mm. seems to be almost superheroic nowadays yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, being yeah. a villain, she has no qualms mm. about torturing someone or no. killing someone. <laughs> she doesn't care. And now, she's still and a now, villain. Yeah, and she's now still what? a villain. Like, this book here, The Harley Quinn, is a big seller. It's got an annual. Yeah. Yeah. But I you like know, the like, fact that in this, uh, when she goes to rescue, we're going back to Harley Quinn now, but in this, when she goes to rescue Poison Ivy, uh, she's like, oh, people just don't understand. Uh, she's, yeah. <laughs> she's just trying to help the plants of the world, you know. This kind of thing. But even I'm just looking because uh, you've got a framed copy of the uh, Harley Quinn Futures End issue there. Yes. So when they do do continuity, um, they completely take the piss you out said of it. Do 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 do. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it, it's Richard, Richard, Dave. It's a perfect analog for what we're reading with Black Canary. Yeah, because it's Paul Dini created Harley Quinn. Too. That's true. Yeah. and then it's yeah. the same kind of style. That we're reading now, you know? and that's—I yeah. mean, let's face it—in the '90s, when when comics were kind of imploding in on themselves, mm. uh, it was things like Batman the Animated Series, which reminded us what we loved about the comics Correct. in the yeah. first place. And so, when you get a graphic novel like Bloodspell, it actually reminds you, "Hey, this can be fun." Can I can I just say to DC right now that they could take a serious lesson? I've been watching Superman the Animated Series again recently because we've mm. got it on, we've got it on DVD, and all very I can underrated think is, by the way. I love Superman the yeah. Animated Series, and all I can think is. That's the Superman comic I want mm. to be reading right now. Yeah. yeah, and that's not what I'm getting. And that's that's the thing as well. It's like Marvel's doing it the real right way, I think, at the moment. Because if you're serious all the time, then you gotta it's, have it's, a sense there's of no, humor. There's no substance or anything. Yeah, you gotta like, have a nothing sense of humor. has weight. But if you're if you're comical all the time, when you do finally go serious, that means something. Yeah. You know, mm. in this very special edition, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna school them. Yeah, yeah. Harley Quinn, the after-school special. <laughs> it's so it's so good that we, we like this Hannibal we so like much comics. that we've got. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to Harley Quinn. No, David said something about an analog. There, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we've yeah. covered the connection. I think yeah. no, so. but actually, we can we, rub and smell the iPads too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still smelling my finger. It's the new uh, iPad smell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be the, that'll be the next. That'll be iPad four. Uh, iPad Air for or whatever. iPad Air. iPad Air. <laughs> iPad Air. Uh, little 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 air wicks attached <laughs> to the iPad. It's got mm. the screen is little lavender. Por- the screen has little pores on it. It smells like Mr. J. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would Mr. J smell uh, like? Uh. Is his face on or off uh, at this stage? Uh, uh. Um, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Uh, I was just going to say book, we'll we'll, I recommend book, it. we'll leave I'm, it open ended and we'll never return. <laughs> <laughs> this book I. Recommend? I recommend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I, I really fun. I mean, it's like it's not comics one hundred and one, but it is so much fun. This Go is this is good. People always ask us what is an intro level. This is intro mm. level. Yes. So, and for those know, of you who can't see it, David brought down his hand emphatically when emphatically. he said that. Emphatically. You know, it's like in that in that ink special we come up with all the time where they basically say there's yeah. beginner level, there's intermediate, and then there's comics one hundred and one. Right. This is introduction level. Yeah. This is if you're getting if you're new into comics. You can go far worse than get if this you book. can read. If you can read, <laughs> <laughs> and you have a lot of heart, and it, bring a little and mirror, and, a bring, and bring a little mirror so that you can see what she's saying. <laughs> I'm wondering where you're going with a little mirror there. <laughs> That's the scratches. <laughs> where are we going? We're getting very, very esoteric here. I'm going to say, if you like the movie Prometheus, check this out. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I don't know what we're doing now. I don't, I don't either. What are we doing next week? Next week, we're actually going to have somebody else in here, so we'll have to be on our best behavior. No, that's not going to happen. Nah. Uh, <laughs> we've got very special guest, Louis Joyce, uh, who many uh, those of you who uh, remember all the way back to our live show when we had Ryan Lindsay on here, yes. he's a, uh, Louis Joyce is the artist who worked with uh, Ryan on the Harold Holt book mm-hmm. uh, and he's got a few other things out he had a collection of things that that Ryan Lindsay mentioned Louis during in the show I exactly yeah, right so Louis uh, is coming on uh, Louis is a huge Aquaman fan and you would find one eventually there has to be one in the world <laughs> um, so uh, he his love of uh, Aquaman rivals mine of Green Arrow is my understanding uh, so he will be coming on we're going to be talking about a book that we actually really liked which was the first Jeff Johns run on yes. Aquaman which is uh, Aquaman the Trench so this is the new 52 the first I think it's six issues or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, we'll have to get the exact numbers, but it's the first trade, basically. And it's, it's very timely given DC's announcements with the movies and the Flavin. The Flavin. <laughs> the Flavin. <laughs> Flavin. Flavin. Uh, so that's coming up next week. Uh, until then, you can find me on the Twitter. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, oh, prizes. Prizes. We've got stuff to give away. That's right. Uh, so those of you who've been listening to the last couple of episodes uh, will remember we're giving away two things. We're giving away uh, Mary Amber's CD and T-shirt, which we will be pushing back to next week because we think there's a bit of comp- uh, confusion because we did the Andrew Constant All at the same uh, competition time, at the yeah. same time. Uh, and uh, so we're going we're gonna, to... Like Satana, we're going to work backwards and do the Andrew Constant <laughs> one first because he was the last guest we had on. Um, our winner for that one. So, but if you still want to win uh, the Mary Amber CD, there's still a chance. It's CD and T-shirt. Just write to us at, at feedback at behindthepanels.net uh, with the answer to who is your Superman. There you go. But we do have a winner uh, for the Fly uh, a, a comic, uh, which is signed. Uh, signed flying. by the uh, writer Andrew Constant, who we had Which was on, a, con, a con exclusive comic. It was an Oscar con exclusive, yeah. this one. Uh, and we asked for this one what the favourite Punisher moment was because he mm. came on to do uh, the Greg Rucker, the magnificent Greg Rucker Punisher run. Uh, the winner is, drumroll David, thank you, is Mitchell Deacon. <laughs> hey, Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell says, I haven't read much Punisher, but the more I read him, uh, the more I like him. As my favourite moment, it would have to be the confrontation between him and Daredevil at the end of Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. Very, very good. <laughs> um, and then he says here, a quick question I've been wanting to ask for a while. What do you think ruins or saves a comic book more, the storyline or the artwork? This uh, comes from uh, me reading the latest She-Hulk series on your recommendation. I love the storyline and the cover art, but the artwork on the inside I found too distracting. And uh, let me just... Uh, talk about that really quickly because said, I, I ended up not buying anymore but it's okay because I've cancelled it yeah uh, uh, just, because of you let me just talk to that really quickly because I actually just caught up to date on um, mm-hmm. She-Hulk because I'd fallen a few issues behind and I completely agree with him yeah. uh, the story is great it's actually a really solid story at the moment she's actually yeah. going on trial uh, she's on trial defending Steve Rogers with Matt Murdock as the uh as the opposing attorney. So it's like a really good story. I can't stand the artwork. Mm. Um, for me, artwork will kill a series more than, more than the story will. We've also got uh, a little bit of feedback at the end of that mm-hmm. for another show that we do. Oh. He says, P.S. Loving the new podcast, Podcast Pillowfort. A little obsessed with 99% Invisible. Hey. And uh, sitting behind me quietly is my <laughs> co-host on that, Amy Parker. Say hi, uh, Amy. <laughs> uh, so thank you See, for that. we're one big happy family here yeah, at Geek actually <laughs> we never leave this room no. wait she's uh, been there the whole time 
we really shouldn't have said all that stuff. <laughs> Put your pants back on, babe. Uh, uh, we just say we do the show naked. Uh, and oiled up. This, yeah, yeah. We oiled up. We, and that's we all of us. Yeah, yeah, that's all in the room. We have to there wipe are down, no exceptions. We have to wipe down the benches afterwards. It's all oily. <laughs> Not that. Oh, my God, you've got a filthy <laughs> Talk about scratch and sniff. Uh, <laughs> almost, I almost <laughs> played the again. Till next week, you can find. Well, congratulations, Mitchell. You'll, congratulations, you'll we'll Mitchell. contact you. And for, for those who want the CD from Mary, get your eight <laughs> entries in. Feedback at behindthepanels.net. Who is your Superman? Until next week, you can find me on Twitter at DVD Bits. You can find me at therealbits.com when I actually update it. And of course, behindthepanels.net and podcastpillowfort.com. You can find me on Geek Actually, uh, geekactually.com, or at David McVeigh on Twitter. Uh, I haven't been as active as I should be, but I will get back to it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dave Longo and Ognal Divad. <laughs> uh, oh, it's really the first episode. If you play the behind the panels episodes backwards, man, it's a ripping recipe for lentil curry. Uh, gum t- you love is coming back. In style. <laughs> oh, we need, to, we need to have a film show so we can geek out about uh, next week. Oh, next we week. should say that. Oh, next week. Next week, back. film actually is back. Uh, we'll be covering uh, Interstellar and Tusk. Yes. Oh, imagine there was a mashup of those two <laughs> yeah. films. Because <laughs> I think I'd like to shoot Kevin Smith in ma- space. <laughs> the the age-old question, should you be a man or a spaceman? <laughs> well, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Until then, I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. Oh, uh, yeah. Whatever he is. <laughs> and this fellow over here. And He's this. Dave, man. <laughs> oh, to hell with it. This is behind the panels.